At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Download the free oddstrader.com app, compare betting odds from licensed sports books, access injury reports, in game action, and much more. Go to oddstrader.com. Time for college football. Every Friday with Brad Powers, college football analyst and expert, Brad Powers7 on Twitter. Great follow and bradpowersports.com. All right, you were awesome Tuesday night with tweets, your power ratings, and you're great with the openers and numbers, but these are just some huge point spreads based on the committee's top four. Uh, and, and also, you, you, put, you want to play this game, people like to do this on Twitter. You have Cincinnati favored against Michigan State. You have Cincinnati favored against Oregon, and you have Cincinnati a small dog against Oklahoma. Yeah, so I mean, look, I'm I'm not a champion of the little guy. I I, I just don't go down that road because I'm more about you know best teams. Uh, but the reality is, Cincinnati is one of the best teams, le- legitimately. Even when you're taking into consideration a, a Vegas power rating, and, and I only have Cincinnati behind, obviously Georgia and Alabama, and then the only other te- two teams that I would have. Cincinnati, an underdog in on a neutral would be Ohio State and Oklahoma. So, you know, I look, when they released, you know, Alabama at number two, mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, okay, they're going to go four best teams. Uh, and that, that's my always my problem with the committee. I mean, are, are you doing four best teams or, or, or four best cases as far as four most deserving teams? Mm-hmm. And I was just totally confused then <laughs> with Michigan State and Oregon at three and four. I don't even have Michigan State in my top 15. Oh. I don't have Oregon. Uh, you know, I think I have Oregon tied for 10th in my power ratings. You don't have Michigan State in your top 15, but I think about that for a second. They have them number three overall. Yeah, I mean, I that have is... number 20. So, mm-hmm. And I don't think I'm that far off because, I mean, my, my power ratings aren't saying fade Michigan State every week. So I'm, I don't think I'm that far off the Vegas market with the Spartans. Okay. Yeah. What do you do with the Purdue game? I mean, I want to make the case for Purdue because it's a bad spot, but I also remember the last time I watched Purdue against Wisconsin. They couldn't stop the run. Here comes Walker. Yeah, so, I mean, I always, before I bet on the Sunday openers at Circa, I obviously go through the card, you know, circle games that I'm looking to, to pounce on and bet, and I wanted to bet Purdue. Uh, I mean, State Michigan State off that performance, not, not only – Fading them off a big win, but I mean, I thought they were fortunate to win the game against Michigan last week. But you know, you bet numbers, not teams. <laughs> Michigan State, I thought it was a very sharp line. I made the line three. I was hoping to catch more than three with Purdue. Uh, I, I didn't, so I didn't make a bet. And we haven't seen any movement all week long in that line, so I think it's a really sharp line. Mm. Uh, what do you like in this Navy Notre Dame game? I like the over. Uh, bet the over at 44.5. I think it opened 43 now. Somebody beat me to it. Uh, and, and I still go that way, even though it's you know moved up a good three points. I mean, number one, you look at past history. And I know a lot of people are going to say, ah, oh, past history doesn't matter. I think it is relevant because you have the same two head coaches for the last 10 years. And the last 10 years, these two teams have averaged 64 total points per game when they matched up. 
They're nine and one to the to, to the over against this number, and the only game that went under was played in very bad weather. So uh, Notre Dame's going more up tempo the last couple of weeks. Their defense though, is still missing Kyle Hamilton at, at safety. Navy's offense has been better than what they were the first couple of weeks after they you know fired their offensive coordinator. All right, other place. How about one of the late games, Nevada? San Jose State was a great story last year. They are five and four, but not the same team and not the same offense without Starkle and with Nash at quarterback. Yeah, so to me, it's more of a scheduling spot here, and, and uh, nothing like a, a buy or anything like that. It's just who San Jose State played in recent weeks, and they played nothing but like run-heavy teams here recently. We're talking the Wyoming's, the UNLV's, the San Diego State's. When you look at San Jose State's schedule, they have struggled against pass-oriented teams, SC, Hawaii, Western Michigan, even New Mexico State defensively. And obviously Carson Strong and company, uh, you know, that one of the best passing offenses at the group of five level. And, and plus pure power rating play for me. I like the Wolfpack. Okay, so lane 10 mm-hmm. around that number in that game. How about another double-digit favorite, Penn State against Maryland, and why you like uh, Penn State? So I don't lay a lot of double-digit favorites. But, you know, yep. again, bad numbers, not teams. Yep. And this week I, I do like a couple of double-digit favorites. Penn State for me, and here's where I think the value is on the Nittany Lions. You know, if Sean Clifford doesn't get hurt, against Iowa. They probably beat Iowa. Uh, and, and obviously, I think he's 100% more for the Illinois game. Or, or just change one play in the Illinois game. Penn State wins it, doesn't lose it. What's this number? Is it 10? No, it's right. It's probably at least a half point, point higher than what it is. I was very impressed with what I saw from Penn State last week. I mean, I thought they were going to roll over against the Buckeyes, and I thought they actually outplayed the Buckeyes in a lot of stretches of that game. So Penn State for me, Maryland, uh, you know, struggled mightily against a third-string freshman quarterback last week against Indiana, and that was coming off the heels of, you know, getting beat pretty badly in games against Iowa and whatnot. So Penn State goes in there and rolls, in my opinion. Okay, you're laying the wood here. How about another one? Western Kentucky against Middle Tennessee. So this was a little inside information. Middle Tennessee, their quarterback, Chase Cunningham, I don't think is going to play. Market doesn't have this appropriately priced, in my opinion. And keep in mind, Cunningham was already the second-string quarterback coming into the season. Bailey Hockman, uh, their starter, uh, the, the, the transfer from NC State, tra- he transferred after a few games uh, into the season. So they're going to be down to uh, – and their head coach said, I mean, if we if Cunningham doesn't go, we're going to play both uh, young guys. So they'll be down to third- and fourth-string guys. Western Kentucky, now that they're starting to play lower-level competition in Conference USA, I mean, they've been winning, they've been covering, and winning and doing so with margin. Very good. Good information. Now, here's your angle. It, uh, it won last week. Can it win again? When an unranked team is favored against a top-10 team, it's 10-1. and one. And here it is with North Carolina and Wake. Carolina off the loss to Notre Dame. And now Wake feeling good about themselves uh, as their number nine in the committee rankings. So I faded that trend. I bet North Carolina. I'm going against that trend. I, I made the line North Carolina four and a half. Bet North Carolina minus two on the Sunday openers. Obviously, anything under three, I think it's worth a bet. I mean, North Carolina, to me, obviously has a higher ceiling. Mm-hmm. I was impressed with North Carolina last week. Look, I lost a bet betting on them. But, I mean, they were right there with Notre Dame. I mean, probably one play short of getting the back door against the Irish to finish at the four-yard line on the last play of the game. So, you know, Wake Forest hasn't played that tough of a schedule, in my opinion, and probably getting overvalued because, they, you know, they absolutely hammered Duke last week. So I think North Carolina's a better team at home. The line should be above three. Okay. How about good bets you made and bad bets? 
We'll start with the bad. I mean, I laid seven with SMU. That's about as bad as the bet as I made here in recent weeks. So the fact that the line has not only come off a key number, but by several points. I mean, now you could lay four at some spots. I, I mean, I still like SMU. I hate my bet, but uh, I mean, the, the thought process there when I made the bet against SMU, I was thinking, hey, Memphis might be without their starting quarterback again for the second straight week. Uh, and looks like probably Seth Han- Hennigan's going to play. And I'm also, you know, concerned maybe Sonny Dykes is interviewing for other jobs. I mean, that's the only reason why I think the money's pouring in against SMU at this point. Okay. I want to ask you a question about something you tweeted right before you came on the show, at Brad Power 7 when you put up a screen grab of a couple of bets you had last night on Louisiana minus 10 for, I'm guessing, the max bet here at uh, Openers, or close to it, uh, going to have to start selling body organs with all the CLV, no chance last night. Yeah, that number moved up to, what, 13.5 or 14, uh-huh. I believe. Um, how, how Overall on the season, though, because, you're again, you're awesome at this on Sundays, grabbing, for the most part, awesome numbers before they move in your direction. How has the CLV treated you overall from, like, August until right now? Uh, FBS versus FBS, I mean, it was unbelievable the first three weeks of the season, 65 70%. Uh, you, you knew there was going to be some regression there, but, I mean, it's, it has not been good the last five or six weeks. I, I mean, last week I was 10 games under 500, and I think I beat the closer by an average of two points per game. Oh. So, I mean, it's, it's been incredibly disappointing uh, since the uh, start of the season. And right now, I mean, I'm barely above uh, the juice at this point, like, like right around 53% for the season. So, I mean, I, 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 it's been tough. I'll just put it that way. Now, in other, you know, the smaller colleges have been a little bit better, uh, a lot better to, to, to put in perspective. But, man, FBS versus FBS this year has been a struggle, especially the last four or five weeks. A couple good bets you made. How about UCF? And also a big move in this Troy game. Six, six, seven point move in the Troy game. So as far as a power ratings perspective, as far as betting the openers, I thought Troy was one of my biggest power ratings disparities that I've had betting openers in the last like three or four weeks. I've had a lot of games, you know, two, three, four points off. This one I thought was off more than a touchdown. And, uh, you know, I had, I had Troy in the sixth range as far as being favored, bet him plus two, lines move six points, and my rating still would lean with Troy minus four here against South Alabama. So. You know, hopefully I can get some, you know, get a winner there with six points, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, another one, Central Florida, I, they're playing better with Mikey Keene, at quarterback, the freshman that took over for Dylan Gabriel. Just a, a line there I thought was off three, four points. Made it 14 and uh, bet minus 10. All right. Great job with yep. the tweets. Uh, great job here. Thanks for getting up early. We'll talk to you next week, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me on. Take care, guys. There yep. you go. Western Kentucky, Penn State. Notre Dame, Navy over, and Nevada. There's also a get-out game. San Diego State's at Hawaii. He likes that over, too. DraftKings already has a couple games up next week. Oklahoma 6.5 at Baylor. Brad likes Baylor. Oh, I would look at Baylor as well. Michigan's 1 at Penn State. He likes Penn State. Michigan is 1 next week at Penn State. Georgia's 22 at Tennessee. Okay, so let me ask you this. If, if Michigan loses that game to Penn State... Based on where the committee has them right now, they're number seven. Penn State's not ranked. What the committee? What would they do with Michigan then? They would they qualify that as a bad loss? <laughs> Drop them to twenty, uh, and then Penn State comes in the ranking. Oh yeah, right. The whole Big right. Ten will be ranked at some point, right? Probably. Well, yeah, a lot of the teams will be. I, I got s- another one for you. Auburn could jump. Auburn could jump Cincinnati. They still play oh, for sure. A and M, Alabama. My God, I guess you can make a case for the playoff. They play Mississippi State, 
A&M, Alabama, and then they would play Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'll be another one ahead of Cincy. Yeah. Jot that one down. Up next, tease up, tease down or pass in the NFL. And we have some uh, pretty clear examples of why a money line parlay makes more sense than a teaser this weekend. We'll explain that coming up next. The Sports Betting Network. All right, it's time for the GOAT again. Express Bet Analyst Jeff Siegel, Breeders' Cup races. As he told us yesterday, Juvenile Turf, he likes the one. Modern Games, 5-1 to one on the morning line. And the Juvenile, he likes the three. Movia Class on top at 20-1. to one. As he said yesterday, he likes a lot of uh, long shots. If you hit one, you're having a monster day, Friday or Saturday. You can bet these Breeders' Cup races and all the others using First Bet. Sign up for the app. Use the code Vegas1000 for an instant $10 free. Up to $1,000 bonus as well. And go to vcin.com slash horses for details and more Breeders' Cup coverage. Flatter's terrific. Dave Tooley, vcin.com slash horses. Uh, Jeff also likes... Space Blues in the ninth. I think that's today. Latruska in the tenth. And in the big one, Hot Rod Charlie. Hot Rod Charlie, too. Mm-hmm. So you got a lot to go on here Friday and Saturday at Del Mar with Mr. Siegel. Go get him, Jeff. Okay, so tease up, tease down, or pass this weekend in the NFL. Before we get into the exact numbers of what they would be, I, I, so I was screwing around yesterday on the app because a couple of games – Actually, three games fall into that six, six and a half range. And so when it comes to like teasers, you're not really going through more than one key number. If you're betting a team at six or six and a half, you're only going through three down to a pick or minus a half a point, as opposed to a team that's seven and a half, like the Rams on Sunday night, to go through the key number of seven and the key number of three. So I just wanted to look at if you teased teams at six down to pick them compared to what it was like betting on the money line. I use Circa as the example. And you like globally speaking, you can find better odds with teasers than you can in Las Vegas. And Las Vegas sportsbooks, I think, will come out and flat out tell you, yeah, you're not going to find great odds with us betting teasers. But a $100 two-team money line parlay with the Ravens and Steelers, for example, pays $88.75. So you would win $88.75, and then you would get your $100 bet back, obviously. But a $100 two-team six-point teaser with the same teams pays 80. Great work. So using this book as the example, you're better off use, you know, going with the Moneyline Parlay route than the teaser. And I know somewhere he's listening and smiling, Frank B., probably in Colorado. Frank B. has been talking about this, that people are teaser crazy. Well, he's, he'll probably listen to the rest of this and say, well, guys, there are four or five things you could have actually done better. <laughs> let, me, let me pick it apart for you. <laughs> okay. Okay, because he's so brilliant. But um, so, and by, by the way, for the record, you know, I don't, I for one, to go against like the typical like long teaser, I'm okay personally teasing. Like I'll use the Ravens for example, and not that I'm going to do this this week, but I'll use them because they're around six and a half. I'm personally okay with teasing that team down, right? If I like another team to tease up that week, for example, the Browns, because that way, you, yeah, I can't make a case for a two-team money line parlay. 
So to me, betting, if those are my two favorite teaser legs that I like, I can tease the Ravens down to pick them and the Browns up to plus eight and a half, past the numbers three and seven. Um, but games this week anyway on the board, Browns plus eight and a half against the Bengals. I am okay using that team to tie it into another leg. I like the way Adam mm-hmm. Chernoff describes it. Find another dance part- partner mm-hmm. on a teaser. Um, Saints down to pick against the Falcons. Again, that's, you could probably better off with a money line parlay, but you know what I'm saying here. Yeah. Again, uh, last couple of years without Breeze, they were 8-1. and one. Now they're off to a 5-2 and two start. Incidentally, our guy Steve Mackinnon has them power rated as the sixth best team in the NFL. But you see they're at the bottom in passing yards and uh, at the bottom in a lot of offensive categories, but they're still finding a way to do this. But now what does this look like with Hill? How does Hill look, and how does this offense look, and is it and it's going to it figures to be a low scoring game as the last five head to head have gone under. And I know you lay seven, but that's uh, I mean Atlanta's a mess too offensively. The Ridley stuff and Ryan's got a hot dog arm. They can't stop anybody. So sure. Yeah. Now for what it's worth, I did see Matthew Barry from ESPN from a fantasy standpoint. He tweeted out last night, "Go pick up Taysom Hill. He's a top ten play this week, and he's probably a top ten play in quarterback for a quarterback position the rest of the year." Is what he said. So he likes Hill in this offense. Really. Are yeah. you going to run the ball with him after the concussion? It'd be scrambled eggs. That's the he thing. Takes that, another because hit. they call so many designed runs. Ah, all right. Is that going to be the play? Uh, Eagles plus seven and a half or eight against the Chargers? Yeah, I can't get there. You think the Chargers could go there and win I by? I can see it. Yeah, certainly. Eagles haven't won a home game. Yeah. When they played good teams, you've seen what's happened. I mean, they got the miracle backdoor cover against Tampa, but okay. so again, it depends on. You know what time of the week you're talking about betting teasers. Right now, the Chiefs would be down to one, but you're teasing off seven at that point. Earlier in the week, you could have teased off seven and a half and got it and moved yeah. it down to one and a half. I like Chiefs. I like. Uh, I already played Rams, Steelers Monday night, and uh, and Ravens. I like Ravens down to a pick. Okay. Ravens should be able to beat the Vikings. All right. Well, when I was putting this together yesterday, at the time, the 49ers, it was kind of a no-man's land, so mm-hmm. the 49ers would have been about plus seven. Now the number's actually flipped. You can grab the Cardinals plus eight on a two-team six-point uh, te- six teaser. Well, i got to see what's going to happen. I don't want any call- play I don't want Colt McCoy. Oh, no, no, no. 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 And, he, and it's going to be, and if it's Murray, he's going to be compromised with the ankle that he hurt on the final play of the game. So yeah. Green has COVID. Don't know about Hopkins either. See, I would sit him because that, that's a hammy injury. It is. And that's serious for why. Look at, it, look at what happened to Taylor, how long he was out. I remember that in Minnesota with Randy Moss. I mean, if you're a home run hitter, especially if a, a good wide receiver like that, you, you don't have the burners. Remember when we first started hearing about uh, turf toe? I think the first time I can ever remember turf toe was Sterling Sharp. Yeah, yeah. never practiced. And people are like, well, it's a toe injury. Get out there and play. <laughs> yeah. and, pe- and then doctors and other players were like, have you, do you have any idea what turf toe is? Go out there and try to play in a football field when you have turf toe. It's impossible. And so that was always an issue with... Him and other players who've had it since. So you mentioned Rams, you're okay with down to a point and a half, Steelers pick or so. Uh, I did put together a three team. I'm not advising this, I'm just doing the math here. Uh, a $100 three team money line parlay with the Ravens, Saints, Steelers pays $156.16. But if you actually did a three team $100 teaser here at Circa, it'd pay $175. So you'd win about $19 more on a three teamer. So, because we, we get this every single week, it's mm-hmm. clockwork. Why do you only do two team six point teasers? Well, based on the book, and things have changed a little bit over the years, obviously, but the Wong teasers, 
Again, we talk about this going through the key numbers, etc. Um, that's why. And if you want to get creative and do three, four, that's that's your jam. Go ahead. Well, uh, no, whatever. Y- sure, <laughs> your jam. Another good example is the uh, the New York teasers. Yeah, right. You're right. teasing twelve or fourteen points. I mean, you got to lay. You got to take four teams at William Hill. You got to lay two dollars. Other most places globally, dollar fifty in that range. Yeah, I think I found really one spot it. where it's at around a dollar. I got to do the math. Maybe a dollar thirty, dollar forty. But here in Vegas, it's going to be two dollars on a New York teaser. Those look so tempting. Especially with totals too, move a total fourteen points. Right, uh, and let it? me let me tell you, they just mm-hmm. it, when it looks too easy, it is because we we tried this many years ago on these thirteen fourteen point teasers. We're like, oh, we got to try to take advantage of this. I think I lost four out of five weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, I think I'm done with those. Oh, okay, yeah. Want the Bills to pick them? <laughs> right. Bills can't win. Yeah, the game. they lose the game all right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I I can't wait to see how many people used Indy in Survivor pools last night. Specifically here at Circa. It's an interesting week because also next week, because a lot of these teams that you would think you were going to use this week also have an easy game next week. Right. Or like a Buffalo or a Dallas, how many people have used them already? Right? Even a Kansas City. Sure. How many people have used them already? Used them a lot last week. Yeah. 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 So what is the teaser overall for the new audience? Multiple wagers, manipulating the odds or spreads by combining games, you can add six points to either side or the total, which we never talk about teasing totals because it's just they're too uh, up and down. And you must win all of your now adjusted lines to cash the ticket. And like books will let you do all the way up to about eight, ten team teasers. Those pleasers were coming in again this year. Oh God! The reverse teasers. Now that now that's an intriguing bet, which I know sometimes you maybe if you hit a three team. Pleaser, it's twenty what twenty five to one or something? Yes. You're moving the line the other direction. I think four seventy five to one. So you need the you need the, the, the blowouts. You need the blowouts or or a dog to shock the world. Yes. But that is you gotta pick the right ones, yeah, but you're right. It, Those have been something pick they come in. It's hard finding the three or four to five to do it. But a three, a three for three pays like twenty five to one, and then you get astronomical payouts on those. Yeah, I think f- a five team pleaser is like I want to say two hundred and fifty to one. Could be a 16, but again, pinpointing, and actually the math yeah. probably still favors a sports book where it's yeah. not the best odds for the better. Uh, points bet is giving you the chance to bet risk free this Sunday night. Place your bet on Tennessee at Los Angeles, the Rams. And if your first bet loses, you're going to receive a free bet refund up to 20 bucks in free bets. Download the app today and get in on the action. Terms and conditions apply. Void where prohibited. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler for crisis counseling and referral services. Up next, a segment we like to call Do You Concur? I'll throw a couple of teams at Pauly and see if he concurs with me about which team is the better value or the better bet to win the Super Bowl. That's coming up next here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
Very good. <laughs> Love that open. Uh -huh. That is excellent. And we know we got the answer from Reese Davis. Paul Mitchell. Paul Mitchell. Yeah, with his hair. Sure. All right. First up here, Paulie. Shopping around yesterday for Super Bowl futures now that the NFL trade deadline is behind us. Uh, the Cowboys can be had around 10 to 1. Mm. The best I could find on the Rams was about plus 650 or 7 to 1. But at those numbers, the Cowboys around 10 to 1 are the better bet right now. Do you concur? Oh, my God. That's a tough one. Dallas, since uh, the Super Bowl title with Switzer, horrible. What is it, only three playoff wins? And then you're, I'd have to back Stafford, who's never won a big game in his life. And also, I know home field doesn't mean much, but who's going to get the buy? Who could get the one seed? Dallas has been a horrible team at home going back, too, because sports has become uh, a corporate spectacle for the rich and connected. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I can't remember what game it was. So, a, a media member took a picture Sunday. It was $150 to bark. I mean, so but the point is the average Joe is priced out. Oh, they have been for a while. So you're yeah. not going to make a lot of noise, and it's not you know crazy. With and Dallas has been a horrible uh, team at home too. So boy, that's a tough one. It's, I, would, I would have to lean Dallas because I think they're going to get one the one seed. Because my question for you is also 15 and two is in play here. Denver, Atlanta, Kansas City, Vegas, New Orleans, Washington, Giants, Washington, Arizona, Philly. I mean, 15 and two, 14 and three in the one seed definitely in play for the Cowboys, barring a catastrophic injury. Well, here, here's my dilemma on this back and forth. Who do I trust more, Mike McCarthy as the coach of the Cowboys oh, or Matthew true. Stafford as the quarterback of the Rams? Uh, I, I, yeah, I, but McVay I, is an what? excellent coach, and McCarthy, McCarthy yeah. doesn't have a clue. I do, I do trust the Rams a little bit more. But in terms of the overall number, you can still grab 10 on the Cowboys. Yeah. It, and the Rams are in a tough division, and who knows? They already lost at home right. to Arizona, and there's some tough games coming up. But that's They might be in a position where they're going. I mean, they could, they could get a wild card. That that's yeah as good as the Rams have played. They can oh, that, still, that's possible. Yeah, that's a tough call, right? Uh, God, I would I would lean. Uh, God, I'd lean Cowboys ten to yeah. one. Right. I'm not a Stafford fan. All right, so we had Halloween on Sunday, which means we're now into November, which means we have an unbelievable weekend coming up in about three weeks. Thanksgiving is the best holiday of the year, and it's not close. Do you concur? It's not close. Although it's tough this year because the first time in 25 years I have to work on Thanksgiving. Um, but it, it's all about, to me, it's leftovers. And I'm a big leftovers guy. You go crazy on me. But I go when I get the big order because I like, I'm like a Derek Stevens. No, 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 I not like with Thanksgiving. Huh? Yeah, you do the Taco Bell leftovers for three days in a row. I can't yeah. get there. Well, sometimes it doesn't take. Oh, sometimes? Right. sometimes? Calm down. Sometimes, oh. watch your tone. Sometimes it doesn't take, but also you're looking at uh, a McDonald's, which will take, depending on what you get for a couple days, right? Frogs, the fries don't hold. But, with, but Thanksgiving can't miss. It's the nuts. Football when you wake up Friday. Football Saturday, football Sunday, and you have the turkey, the stuffing, the gravy, the mashed potatoes. Oh, I wish I was Italian. I wish I was family. Because you have that, too, with the Italian Thanksgiving, like Vincenzo Vinny Meatballs, where you have the ham and all that, too, as Lombardi will talk about. You can start with that in the afternoon. But it's all about the leftovers with me and football nonstop. Yeah. Not even close Thanksgiving number yeah. one. But you're not. You concur. You're not Italian. <laughs> you're not a part of the family, but no, but you're I, not. You're not part of the mob, okay, so and, I, and you would be dead in less than a week. But I still get the ham, though. I still get ham, so I see. Can still I, get would, a, I would actually take. I would prefer the meatballs with the gravy over the ham on Thanksgiving Day, because uh, the meatballs to me, ham, ham's fine. Stuffing is key. 
sometimes you can mess it up. Uh, My mother was awesome with the stuffing. Gravy to me. Uh, yes. That is the catalyst for the entire lunch slash dinner slash. I'm a but, big biscuit guy too. But also, biscuit you, roll. You you cannot. The turkey can't be too dry. You got you have to know the person has to know what they're doing yeah. when they put together the turkey, because a dry turkey kind of ruins the entire experience. Mm-hmm. So that's not good. Dark meat. Yeah. But it's so good. I mean, there's so much excitement around it. Oh. You wake up, you have football all day, you have the bets that you get in, you can eat seven times if you want, whatever. And uh, typically you don't work. But that's not changed for us this year. And I'm not I'm not the dessert guy in this particular instance either. Yeah. But I like the Reese's Pieces and the Twix and the Kit Kats. And, yep. I mean, this, this pie business. And yep. I, yeah, get it out of my face. So I've never I, been I, a big I, Christmas guy, but Thanksgiving is where it's at. Mm-hmm. You get the family together. The whole gift-giving idea yeah. is just a little over the top for me. Always has been. I never... I can do without the family. Be, be, beyond, like, when I was, whatever, eight, nine, when I got a Nintendo, which was, like, unbelievable uh-huh. on Christmas Day. Beyond that, I'm like, what are we doing right. here? Yeah, concur. Absolutely. The nuts. Okay. Do, will, do you concur? You will not allow the gas station, <laughs> the satisfaction at the pump. Well, this is... Uh, I haven't seen this before, but I put $30 in the other day, and it was it was starting to go... Slow down at like the twenty-eight fifty mark. Yeah. I've never seen that before. It's like I'm not giving you the satisfaction. I'm going to sit here no long how it takes and keep going and pump it up to thirty. Like at twenty-eight fifty, it was going. The, they slow rolled me. Right at twenty-eight fifty. Usually it's like twenty-nine and, and change. Okay, yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, sure. But do, would you do you sit there with the patience? Like most spots oh. now, it'll start at like twenty-nine fifty or twenty-nine, you know, twenty-five or something. It drives me nuts. Yeah. I don't know when this started, but okay. it's, it's out of control. But, but you can't give them the satisfaction. Do you concur? They're, well, the satisfaction of what? Of trying to, like, say enough's it's enough? Of, yeah, and you just walk away early. No, no, no. I, I fill it up. I fill it up. still fill it up. Until I can't take anymore. Okay, of course. I don't care if it goes to $33.19, whatever. But I've noticed this. I don't know if this is a Vegas thing, if it's a weird trend. But, like, every gas pump I've used in the last month, it's super slow. It takes 10 minutes to fill up a gas tank now. It doesn't. So even if I'm sitting there holding it myself, pumping it, it's like coming out like molasses. I I don't know what I don't know if they're putting in some restrictions or what it is. Pay attention to that. Uh, maybe I'm the Lone Ranger, it, and I go all over the place for different gas. Whatever. That's interesting. It's so weird. I don't know what the hell's going on. I didn't notice the slow roll until I moved out here either. But the the when did the slow roll start? Yeah, like if you put thirty five dollars and you prepay and give them thirty five cash. The thing will start going, it'll dribble and go very, very slow at like the 3450 mark. Right. Or 3430 when you're not yep. even close to filling the tank up. Yep. Big problem. Yep. A uh, very wise move by the NBA as they're launching their version of the Manning cast. They had to do something like this. Do you concur? And I'll give, you know what, I will give people uh, the details here. The, the league, the NBA is expected to announce an alternate telecast co starring Jamal Crawford and Quentin Richardson for the NBA's subscription service League Pass. It's supposed to be ongoing for 10 weeks. Man, I don't concur. I don't oh, know. You, well, there's so many games. That's the other thing. And then I guess you would want maybe a Shaq or a Barkley to do it and have it be uncensored. Right. But part of the appeal is with Manning, it's only, I guess, what, 10 times a year. Uh, it should be every week, though. But that's, there, there's so many games, and I don't, I, don't know how, I don't know about Crawford and Richardson. Barnes and Steven Jackson apparently have a great podcast. Oh, they're very good. With, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that would be... Maybe, maybe it's the wrong question. Maybe the question is the writing was on the wall after like the first week oh. of Manning Cast. You knew that other sports were going to do this. I will agree with you. This would have been right up a Kobe Bryant's alley. Like, oh, Co- he would have something been... Like, something with Kobe on television. 
breaking down games in this. And that's one of the first things I, I thought of week that. one when I saw Peyton Manning. Like Kobe Bryant yes. was, he would have just would have been so Concur good. There. You know what? This may be a good question for Nigel. Can you imagine uncensored with uh, some former like, soccer legends getting together? Go ahead, guys. Two hours. Break it down for us. What's happening in the match? The, the amount of cursing, the level of uh, laughter that would actually probably break out from that. Uh, one more here. College basketball starts next Tuesday. This is not going to go over well. I can already tell you that. But uh, it would take the crown back as the best sport on the planet if players had to stay through their sophomore season. Do you concur? Mm. It's right behind the NFL. If that was, yes. I used to be, that used to be my favorite sport. Yep. If, if guys had to stay, oh my God. If you went back that a couple of years and would look at if guys like Durant was going to Michigan, if all the guys stayed at Duke, if all everyone's, I mean, it, it's it's lunacy. If you looked at, I think I concur. You concur. I do. Yeah. I still if, like the sport. If guys had to stay three years, I still though, like betting on the sport. Yeah. I don't like it nearly as much as I used to. But you got to get beyond that and just take it for what it is because it's never going to change back. You got to adapt. Yeah. Uh, DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games, including blackjack, roulette, slots, plus live dealer table games. And just this week, the DraftKings uh, Casino has paid out some huge wins. A player bet five bucks and won twelve thousand two hundred and fifty on Baking Bonanza. That's a great name. <laughs> Another bet five bucks and won five thousand on double stacks. Another big winner bet ten dollars and won ten thousand on double diamond. Download the DraftKings Casino app today. New customers can claim a deposit bonus up to $200, plus DraftKings is starting you off with up to $50 in free credits just for signing up. So download the DraftKings Casino app and use code VSIN, uh, that claim, uh, to claim this offer. The It's available to play in Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. You must be 21+. plus. For entertainment purposes only, no results guaranteed. See casino.draftkings.com for full details. We'll touch on a pretty uh, strong trend going back in the NBA. They're 14-3 ATS against tonight's opponent. That goes back to 2013. Details next. The Sports Betting Network. Fight for yours with the Yellowstone Football Prediction Challenge. Join the free-to-play prediction pool and compete for 10000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Yellowstone to get in on the action. Terms and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Lakers losers last night. Again to Oklahoma City. I can't believe uh, we're actually talking about that. <laughs> 0-2 against OKC so far this year. Blowing um, two big leads, up 26 and up 19. God! This is a very good tweet from VEASAN's very own Jonathan Von Tobel, host of show in the afternoons here called The Edge. Tweeted this out earlier this morning. The Lakers are one of two teams this year to close as the favorite in every game. They're 2-7 and seven ATS, and they're laying on average 6.3 points per game. 
And he, uh, he also pointed out the other team to close as a favorite in every game is Utah. They're laying on average 7.4 points per game, and they're 5-2 and two ATS. You know, I, I said it uh, a week and a half ago. They were supposed to get well here. Yeah. Because the schedule was so bad, and they were playing a lot of home games. Which, you know, we got an East Coast roadie coming up in the middle of November, and you're playing some difficult teams. I mean, how long am I going to wait on this defense? And the other thing, yes, at uh, Westbrook, minimum 2,500 attempts. Worst three-point percentage in NBA history. There you go. Uh, but that is just to, to lead by 19 and give up 15 threes against OKC. And they only have two wins, and both against the Lakers, uh, blowing big leads. The other thing was just three guys, though. Mello, AD, and, uh, and Westbrook. A little help here? Anybody else chip right. in and do something offensively? Come on. If you miss the end of the game, what Westbrook did on uh, like three different instances where he had a bad turnover and then out-of-bounds play for OKC, Thunder up 103-101, like 17 seconds. He gets off of his guy, and he help, goes over to like, help double-team the person who has the ball. His guy, who was left wide open, gets an easy dunk. So a two-point game turns into a four-point game, and then... Ten seconds later, when the Lakers have the ball down by three, he's in the right wing, dribble, dribble, dribble. Anthony's hot, has 27. Nah, I'll force it up from 28 feet. Nope, no good. Worst three-point shooter in history with that many attempts. Good job by Vogel calling him out and saying bad shot. This is a really good tweet. Uh, Kirk Goldsberry is awesome on the NBA. Uh, I love graphs like this. But looking at teams, this is before last night because the Heat got, I mean, they were ran out at home. Um... Nine-point quarter. Yeah. But before last night, they were number one net efficiency overall, number two offense, number two defense. Look at the Jazz. Number two net overall, four on offense, three on defense. And then the Warriors, number three with a net efficiency, 16th on offense, number one on defense. And we had that number for you yesterday where, as of right now, their uh, defensive efficiency is the lowest or the best since the 03-04 Pistons. The Warriors. Yep. Poole had 31 the other night. Clay's looking good now in practice, like he can come back and play sometime soon. Uh, as for tonight, I'll run some trends by you. And going back to pay off the tees, Indiana plays at Portland. The Blazers are 14-3 and ATS against Indiana since 2013. 11 games over 500. But the Blazers, again, a team that uh, I just I can't get behind this year. Other trends tonight, Detroit, they've won the last three ATS against Brooklyn. Charlotte, they're 5-0 and ATS against Sacramento going back. Home teams are 8-1 and against the spread last nine, Cleveland, Toronto. The Clippers take on the Wolves again tonight. Don't look now, Paul George is having an incredible season. Favorites, 8-2, and last 10. And uh, Memphis plays at Washington. Memphis, 7-1 and ATS. Last eight against the Wiz. Uh, yeah, the Wiz. This is convoluted, but there was a listener who took a bad beat last night. The Sixers were down big in the first quarter. I think they were like seven and one ATS in the first quarter. They were down big against Detroit. Came back to take the lead. He had a good plus price on the first quarter, and then uh, I think they were down. They were down four. They scored, and then with like five seconds left, Olenek ripped. Oh yeah, Milton and yep. hit a three at the buzzer. That's right. Oh God, vicious. Vicious, but Detroit's horrible. Uh, some hockey numbers. Rangers, 9-1 and one to the under on the season in the first period. Islanders, 7-1, and one, got there again last night. Tampa, 8-2. and two. The Oilers are 8-1 and one to the over in the third period. 
And the Kings, now no goal, first 10, is 8-2 and two on the season. Little NHL. Okay. And uh, Steve Mackinnon's power ratings, point spread weekly, NFL. We talked so, talk so much about college here the last week with the committee and pro sports bettors. But Mackinnon goes Tampa, the Bills, the Rams, Arizona, Dallas, Green Bay, New Orleans, Tennessee, Baltimore, and the Chiefs. Still got Kansas City sitting there at number 10. Yeah. How about some really good nuggets in college football from the Bear, Chris Felica? Good uh, tweet thread yesterday from, from Chris. The first two years of the college football playoff saw four teams ranked outside the initial top five reach the playoff. But that was the outlier, not the norm. In the last five years, 17 of the 20 teams which reached the college football playoff were actually ranked in the initial top five. Well, get ready, because Michigan State isn't making it and Oregon isn't making it. And I don't think Alabama will make it. What if Oregon runs the table? I mean, they'll, they'll get in. They're yes. making it then. But, I, I but mean, you think they're going to lose oh, the yeah. game? They might yeah. lose Saturday. I wouldn't be surprised if they lose Saturday. Yeah. Right. Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma yeah. have combined for 20 of the 28 college football playoff berths. Alabama is the only one in the top four. Again, this is what we talk about. with, And I know some people hate the, the playoffs. They just want to bet college football on a week-to-week basis. I understand. But in terms of... I like betting futures as well. College football sucks to bet futures in. Yeah, same teams. Uh, it's the same teams, and, and people yeah. get... Uh, 20 out of the 28 belong to the same four teams. That's a joke. Two, two strong tweets. Number one, game days at Cincinnati. They play Tulsa. Tulsa's covered 10 straight games against ranked opponents. They were getting 24.5 in Columbus earlier this year. Hey, you're stealing my babies now. Yeah, well, that's, that's a good one, too. Yeah, it's really good. Yep, and then but I like this one about Wake, because we talked about this game with... Uh, uh, Brad Powers earlier. Wake is the second team eight and zero or better to be a dog versus a team which did not have a winning record in nineteen ninety three. Nine and zero Auburn was a dog at four and five Georgia, and they won. Yep. I mean this yep. is this this North Carolina outfit. Number one, I don't think the total is is high enough at seventy six, but the respect for North Carolina. I know it. Even, I, I know. Wake's good, but I know that with the schedule. But again, Carolina's 4-4. Four and four. Hey, I saw somebody making the case yesterday that now is the time to buy Clemson to win the ACC. Ah, because, no. because of the ah. schedule and how it breaks down and how losses are coming for other teams. Well, there are great odds on everybody, though. They're right, right. There's still good odds. I mean, that Pitt should make the ACC title game, but that's I, I think they play Carolina next Thursday. Yep. Uh, this is telling. Oregon has failed to cover each of its last nine games as a favorite, losing three outright Mm. However, the Huskies haven't covered any of their four games versus teams with winning yeah. records uh, this year. That's your late game on ABC. Lake is uh, Washington 7-1 and one to the under with Lake. If you watch the Stanford game, I mean, they cannot score. But their offense is so bad. And the play calling is atrocious. But he also gave Oregon bulletin board material. This week. Was it even the Chancellor gutting on the fun? He goes, what are you? Yeah. I haven't, Stanford of the West? Uh, what, what, Washington? No. Right. Academic right. prowess? I haven't heard that before. But sure. in any event, he takes shots at Oregon. So, uh, although I can't call it a coaching mismatch because I'm not a big crystal ball. Well, guy. that's the thing. Like I want to make I want to make the case, uh, and I want to have a big bet on Oregon this weekend to win the game and cover. Yeah, but I I have, I have too many concerns about this program. But they should be undefeated. That's another one. Yeah, Everyone right. keeps pointing out the officiating, and uh, and the and the uh, guys that were injured. They're throwing the ball with two minutes left. Yep. Make them use your timeouts. They never would have been in that position to go the length of the field. Failed in, coaching in a yet again. Yeah. Uh, it's only the second time Iowa State's been favored over Texas. The other time, Ugh. 2019, Cyclones won 23-21 as a seven-point favorite. A lot of people on the over. I agree with that. 
And Oklahoma State has uh, covered each of their last six games, now the second longest active streak, which is behind Syracuse, because, again, Syracuse did it last week. They won, what was that score, 21-6, I think, over uh, Boston College? And they won as a favorite in that mm. spot. And they're this a, is just... They're a small favorite in uh, Morgantown. Yep, yep. And this is just, it's funny to me, I wanted to point this out again, great stuff here from Chris Felica. In its last two games, Wisconsin has forced eight turnovers, run the ball 99 times, and thrown for 165 yards. <laughs> oh, God. If that doesn't sum up this program over the last how many ever years, nothing ever will. Uh-huh. And rankings. Mertz was the bee's knees, wasn't he? He was, after one good game against Illinois. Ah, oh, rankings and also high school stuff and his other bit. Oh, God. USC had that one time. The, the kid was uh, the number one rated college high school quarterback, and Darnold was like the backup. And once they put Darnold in, it was like, okay, this, I can't oh, remember yeah. the kid's name. He transferred to Pitt. At, was it Max Brown? Good recall. Excellent. Who, like, with these rankings, how do you, he was the number one guy. Stunk. Couldn't play. Yeah, right. Right. Terrible. Right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Again, to get in touch with the show, FTM at VSIN.com is the email. We're on Twitter at VSIN Live, at Mitch Moss Radio, and at Paulie Howard. Up next, Matt Humans is going to join the program. He is the senior editor at VSIN.com, Point Spread Weekly contributor, also uh, co hosts a show called The Edge, weekdays at uh, 4 o'clock Eastern, right here on VSIN. We'll get his best bets for the weekend, but I have to ask him how he is handicapping this Raiders Giants game after the tragic car crash involving uh, Henry Ruggs. We'll do uh, that coming up next. River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the Bet River Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Colorado, call 1-800-522-4700. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. New to the game or a season better? OddsTrader.com has everything you need to make the right bet ahead of kickoff. Begin your handicapping journey with OddsTrader. Improve your edge by finding the best price on every game from sportsbooks in your backyard. Take advantage of the numerous sign-up bonus offers to pad your bankroll. Dive into key game statistics, player performance, and even account for the projected game day weather. Best of all, you can use the OddsTrader bet tracker to keep a log of your action. Welcome to OddsTrader and best of luck. Points Bet understands that in sports, it pays to be fast. Want a bet? Place a bet. Fast. See a play. Bet during the game. Fast. Want your money? Get your money. Fast. With promos that change every day and being able to parlay a single game. Now that's betting at the speed of sports. Because every second matters. Time is money and it pays to be fast. With two risk-free bets up to $2,000. If you didn't catch the Lombardi line, 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 didn't catch the Lombardi line.